changed so much, like from 2017 to 2018. Oh, yeah. Like, if you compare it to Destiny 1, it's a completely different game, pretty much. Like, in terms of how it, I don't know, looks, I guess, but in terms of how it plays, it's fairly similar. Yeah, and it seems like they've changed a lot in it. I think you explained it better than some of the videos. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Jay, DC fandom happened. I think you're dying <laughs> to talk about it. I'm yeah. pretty, pretty dying to talk about it. So, how much, like, I'm guessing you went back on YouTube and just looked up all the trailers then? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad. So, uh, I mean, we could talk about the movie stuff if you want. Yeah, I a think... little bit. Just, like, touch on it, just because it, it's somewhat. Well, I don't know. It it just sort of brings the hype train even more, you know. Yeah. So I actually watched the whole bloody stream from six p.m. till half one, and well, actually till about two in the morning because I didn't finish till two. So I spent what? How how long is that? Like eight hours, roughly, just watching the stream, trying to like make sure I see everything. Um, would you say it was worth it? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I I wasn't going to do it initially. I was going to just sort of like you know miss it and then watch all the trailers on catch up but then i didn't really have anything to do that night yeah. so i thought well i might as well and then if there's any sort of lull i'll just you know stop the stream and watch another stream somewhere else for a half an hour or whatever sure so it was actually kind of fun watching the the stream and having these announcements happen like as they were happening because it kind of like made it more hype i was like oh yeah i'm like i'm like one of the first people to see this you know i'm part of the public who's seeing it for the first time so that made it quite special especially the gaming stuff like my god, honestly, they're, they're, like there was no leaks at all for the for one of these games in particular, and I was just like, oh my god, I'm so glad that it was actually like a surprise and nobody knew about it. I love it when we don't hear about stuff, but I kind of do like it when we do hear about stuff, depending on what it is. Obviously, yeah. So maybe we should start with I consider to be the biggest kind of trailer, ish Suicide Squad game. Okay. Suicide Squad, colon, kill the Justice League? Yeah, I think it's either kill Justice League or kill the Justice League, yeah. Kill Justice League. So this is Rocksteady's <laughs> game. They they released the yeah. teaser, a poster a couple of weeks ago. This is the game they've been working on for five years. We've been dying to know what they're working on. We finally got a fairly extensive three-minute reveal trailer. And... Just hit Jay. What? What? Just tell me what you're thinking. What? So what, what one, are you thinking? my initial thoughts when I watched the trailer after it finished were, "Oh my god, we have to wait two more years for this thing," because it comes out in 2022. Now there are pros and cons to this information. Cons: It's already been five years. What the hell's with a seven-year? Like <laughs> this game, honestly, a game that's taken seven years to make better be bloody good. Yeah. All right. It better be as good as Last of Us because that took seven years, right? Well, they made Uncharted four, but yeah, we'll sure. say give or take, right? It made it. It probably took three to five full development years. Okay. So when did Rocksteady start making this game? Is the question, right? Because if they because they also made Batman VR as well, I think a year later. So if you want to be, you know, it's technically been four years since a, a Rocksteady game. If you want to include that, right? But this game better be bloody good. I'll tell you that right now. If they've if they've already had f- roughly three or four years of development, then I'm looking at a pretty good game by the time it comes out. Like this game better be bloody next gen stuff. You know, this game better be bloody good. So that was my initial thing. And then the other thing I guess was I'm glad that we're seeing these characters 
as playable because Suicide Squad's a bit of a difficult one, right? We had the we had the movie and not a lot of people liked it. We've now got this new movie with like oh god, how many characters? Like fifteen hundred like characters. Yeah, like so many characters and characters that are very not well known. They're actually from the original run of Suicide Squad, not the sure. more recent one, which is amazing. Polka Dot Man, cannot wait for that. Like I'm actually being, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. Oh, I love I love like the, the I love heroes or villains, anti heroes that are just like not well known. I love that they're like Rocket Raccoon and like all the Guardian stuff. People hated <laughs> the idea of that before it came out, but now it's like one of the biggest things ever. So glad about sure. that. So we've got Harley Quinn, which is like a must, right? You kind of have to have Harley Quinn. You've then got King Shark, which is good because again, not a very well known character. You've Jay, then... my question for that guy. Yeah, go on. Did they collaborate with uh, James Gunn there? Because he's in the new Suicide Squad film, right? What, King Shark is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. See, this is what I kind of like. I kind of like that the film and the, the game are coming out within a, within a roughly the same time frame. Like, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, the film's coming out next year, but the game is obviously isn't coming out until a year later. So it's still, you know... I think what they're doing is they're basically making you making the film so that you fall in love with that character a bit more. And then you kind of like that character more once the game comes out, because obviously a lot of gamers are going to be watching the watching the film, right? But my que- but they must have decided those characters in the game way before the film was in development, right? Surely. I don't know. It's a good point. Maybe they only had three characters, and then were like, "Well, who else do we want?" Maybe just grab someone from the film that's coming out. Sure, sure. Potentially, anyway, we don't know. So you were um, saying, yeah. So uh, King Shark, Harley Quinn. King Shark's good because not very well known, and also is a character that hasn't really seen much of the light, which I'm glad about because we need we need more characters. I guess he's kind of like the Killer Croc. I was going to say, is he? He is like a Killer Croc. Yeah, so Killer Croc and King Shark. Shark are basically the same, but actually, King Shark is actually like I think he's a demigod. He's actually like got godly powers. Right. Okay. If you actually like go and read about him and stuff, so that's pretty cool. Probably so. Deadshot again, another must, just because of how popular he was in the previous lot. And he's, I don't think Deadshot's actually in the new one. Because Will Smith isn't making a new appearance, so he can't be. Oh, yeah, I don't think he is then. No. No. Um, and then um, my, probably one of my favourite characters, Captain Boomerang. Yes. Just this Australian drunk, like, yeah. belligerent, like, idiot. I love him. He's just so stupid. He's like He's almost like one of those heroes who accidentally saves the day. <laughs> but doing it while drinking like a can of Fosters, you know, like a, like a really yeah. dumb kind of thing. I love that. I do like that they made his powers a bit more teleporty as well. I that's quite cool. Because in the yeah. in the film, he's just a bit of a basic kind of like boomerang done kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I, lo- I love the art style too. I love the way it looks. It looks cartoony enough for it to be cool. Like, because some games can look quite cartoony and look a bit naff. Like Fortnite looks a bit naff to me just because of how cartoony it looks. But this still looks like it's got a good amount of realism to it. It is set in the Arkham universe. It takes place roughly straight after the last game because Harley Quinn was put in jail. And now I'm guessing she's been uh, hired by Amanda Waller to get less time on her jail sentence, which is pretty amazing. But it's um, it's based in Metropolis, so the obviously the city that Superman is from. And uh, the story goes that Brainiac has invaded. You know, Brainiac is. I do. The big... Yeah, he's he's been in like previous games for other DC stuff. Yeah, he's basically like taken over and brainwashed the Justice League. So now the Suicide Squad have got to take him out, or sort, or you know, or sort it all out until Brainiac can bugger off or whatever. I think that's a great idea. 
I can't wait to bloody play it. It's going to be amazing. Cool. Okay, well, I'll go on my piece, Jay. Go for it. The, by the way, so the name itself is a little bit misleading then, because you're not trying to kill them because they're evil. Well, you're trying to unbrainwash them, so to speak. We don't know that. It just says kill. Like I think the Suicide Squad, are, like, America has been like, well, we can't stop these guys. We can't so, unbrainwash them. Yeah. So we might as well just kill them or try to, you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. So my two cents from this trailer, Jay. Your reaction is perfect. 2022? Yeah, that's insane. What the hell it have better be you guys been doing? It better be like first quarter. Mm. Or I'm at least gonna... the summer. At least the summer. If it's any later than the summer, then don't bother. Mate, I just don't know what they've been doing. Like, I mean, maybe they just like took a break for a year or two and have only just started development like two years ago. Maybe. But like that would then... You, uh, this seems like a pure next gen game. Oh yeah. But then I, I'm literally thinking, like, if you started this game in 2017, did you even have access to those? I mean, I guess you did, but yeah, mate, I think the film just... came out roughly around then, didn't it? It's like 20. No, no, I mean like access to next gen tech. Tech. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's a yeah. point. Maybe they've only been doing it for the last two years then. Because I think I just... the next gen development's been in the, the last four years, and they only really had, I think. They were only able to test it maybe within the, t- the last two years, so I don't know. Right. Hard yeah. So, just un- I can't believe that release date. I think it's probably the first game we've seen confirmed for twenty twenty two. But oh yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, but the trailer itself, I have to say, I thought the dialogue and the characters and the delivery was was spot on. Actually. Yeah, it wasn't too cheesy, was it? No, I found it, was it well funny. Written. Yeah. Found it funny, like the bit at the end with Superman, and like Cap- I think Captain Boomerang like tries to hit one on his and head, just sort of like just dinks him, yeah, just yeah. like not even didn't even flinch. Yeah, yeah, so good. and um, they're like, "Who've we got to kill? Who've we got to kill?" And they're just like all like, "Uh, uh that one." Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, "Yeah, no, that's fair." And that, thinking about it, Jay, you know, the rumor what? Okay, firstly, I'm so so glad it's not a pure batman game i think yeah, that batman been i don't really... think is in it is he no I don't so, think so the story is that obviously at the end of arkham batman right. died yeah you see him blow up in an explosion but we don't know if he's actually dead and that's the reason for this other game but i'll come back to that yeah we'll come back to that looking jay the question always was if they do a justice league game which was the rumor you know how are they going to do batman uh, superman how are they going to make an invincible <laughs> character playable and stuff right and then it does seem that they've gone around the table and probably gone yeah you know what guys i don't know if we can do the justice league so why don't we just do the suicide squad trying to kill the justice league which to be fair is a really interesting idea perhaps more interesting than just a justice league game but there is a part of me that really wanted that justice league game i'm not gonna lie to you um go i I have i have a rebuttal sir go on go on so this this actually plays into um, previous tries at a Superman game, and also uh, present day tries at superhero games in general. Okay. Uh, it is very hard to make a superhero seem powerful, yet not too powerful to just obliterate everybody in one hit. Because if if you really know the the true statistics of Superman, I mean, he could destroy the planet at any moment if he wanted to. He's that powerful. Like his a single punch could just break open the planet. Same with Hulk, same with a lot of superheroes. But you're not going to have a game where you just punch the ground and all of a sudden the planet just splits in two. Like, that's not possible. They need to restrain themselves a little bit 
just so they don't damage too much, which I guess is why we need damage control in Marvel and all this kind of stuff, right? So I think if you had made a Justice League game, you would have had to have made the characters feel so unpowerful that it wouldn't have been fun. Which is why I think Suicide Squad is good, because they're not that powerful. Harley Quinn is just a girl who happens to be able to wield a massive hammer and a rocket launcher every so often, right? And she can, you know, do a couple other things. Like, King Shark is definitely has some, like, godly powers. But at the end of the day, he's really just strong. Captain Boomerang just got some, like, cool tech, you know? Like, kind of the kind of stuff that you wouldn't have to, you know, uh, make any worse because of how powerful they are. They're actually, like, their power doesn't go that far. So you, it's not that difficult to make them feel quite powerful because they're not actually that powerful in the first place. So I think it's probably a good idea. Because you can, you can imagine having, like... Superman as a boss, like you know, having to go up against him at the end of the game, and he's like, you have to like have everyone fight, and it, it be this like big thing. But the only way you can really defeat him is if you've like leveled up completely, kind of thing. I think it just makes more sense because if you had released a game where you tried to make Superman not that powerful, it just would have been boring. But I think a lot of games, especially Marvel Avengers, is having a bit of a problem with that at the minute. Is that the characters just don't feel powerful enough, and it's just it's it's bringing the game down a little bit. So. I'm kind of glad they've done it this way. Yeah, it does make sense. And the four-player co-op also makes you understand why the development's been so long, because hopefully we're getting the detail of one Batman cross four people, like as in from the old Arkham Basically, game. yeah, that's what we're hoping for, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if I want other Suicide Squad members to be in the game or not. I, I do, but whether that will make it too much of an ambitious game or not, I don't know. What do you reckon? Playable or yeah, just playable. NPCs? Like DLC yeah. in the future, playable. Do you know, it's, it's a brilliant contrast because we've now got Avengers with plus yeah. 13 post-launch characters and we've now got this game. I think, Jay, they'll stick to the four. Maybe so. have yeah. one or two as DLC, but I think it would be too ambitious. So uh, what we do know about the characters is that you can play as any of the four characters at any time. Right, okay. So at any mission, any point in the game, you can be Harley Quinn, King Shark, Captain Boomerang, or Deadshot. You don't have to play one the whole game. But you mean you can, but you don't have to. And yeah. I think that's amazing. Like the story revolves around all four characters, not just one. So I think that is actually like a really smart I think that's kind of what Avengers potentially should have done. Yes. Because I as an mm. argument with Avengers, I think Avengers was made to be like these other games. But then at mm. last minute, maybe within the last year got turned into what it is right now and i think that's why it's doing badly because it it's not it isn't what it was supposed to be initially it's just been like turned into something completely different at way too late in the game well, so what's i think interesting, if they did that Ray, it would ruin it yeah what's interesting is that crystal dynamics finished their last game rise of the tomb raid in 2015 yeah. which had some dlc and rocksteady's last game was 2015 arkham knight so They've actually had a similar-ish time frame, yeah. And we're getting two different games at two different, completely different times. One in twenty twenty, one in twenty twenty two. So I'm optimistic about this game. I do think it will be Rocksteady's. I I think this may solidify Rocksteady as one of the best developers on the planet. Yeah, I mean game, they they make such well. a good. I mean, the Batman series is just. It's on another amazing. level. Like it's yeah. so well developed. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much more we can really talk about, mate, because we didn't see gameplay. This game's no, not coming out for two years. So we shall <laughs> switch now to Yeah, so this was a weird one, Jay, right? Because on the stream, the game we're about to talk about was trailed first, wasn't it? 
Yes. So and the Suicide Squad game came after, so we we knew there was kind of two games happening, which was the rumor. By the way, there were rumors of what Rocksteady was working on for years and years and years, and I don't think there was ever solid rumors that it was a Suicide Squad game. If I'm not no, mistaken, no. So the rumor was it was a Justice League game. That's what the and rumor then a was. Batman game. Yeah. 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 So I think they did well to cover that, actually. Oh, massively. So what we're getting, Jay, is the makers of Arkham Origins, which is a spin-off from the Arkham series, that studio, WB Games Montreal, they are making what... It looks like what they're doing is they're, they're doing an Avengers, actually. They're, they've got Infinity War Part 1 and Infinity War Part 2, but they're set in different universes. So Gotham Knights is the other game. Yeah, so the story with Gotham Knights is that it is the sequel to the last Batman game, as well as Suicide Squad also being a sequel. They're both in the same universe, so they're, just, they're happening at the same time, but in different cities. Right, because I thought Gotham Knights wasn't in the Arkham universe. No, it is the exact. It is the it is the sequel, but in the same city. Whereas right. Suicide Squad is the sequel, but in a different city. They're happening at the same time. Okay. So. Batman is dead, or so-called dead, at the end of uh, the last Arkham game. And with him gone, crime is up, which means someone needs to take his place. And those someone are the four, basically, Batman version 2.0s, or the small, you know, the kid Batman, or Batwomen, yeah, which yeah. is Robin, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Batwoman, or Batgirl, depending on, yeah. you know, more likely... Batgirl, Batgirl, Barbara Gordon, which is amazing. I, I Honestly, I'm so glad they put Barbara Gordon in the game. Like, yeah. We can actually play as Batgirl. It's insane. She's one of my favorites. I love her. Same with Nightwing. Nightwing is just amazing. Yeah. So basically, you four now have to take over Batman's place and fix Gotham, essentially. And it's, it's basically the same game as Suicide Squad, just with uh, with those four instead. It's amazing. I've but it's got... coming out a lot sooner. <laughs> I think it's coming out 2021. Yeah. I've got an article up here, Jay, that says WB Games confirmed that Gotham Knights is set in a different continuity. That despite the connection. Really? Yeah. I can't be right. Did they say on the stream it was? I mean, now they. I've watched a few videos and they were saying about how it's the same, but maybe they were wrong. All right. Well, it looks looks to be a bit up. In I mean, the it end. can't. It can't make. I mean, it kind of just makes more sense for it to be in the same continuity, doesn't it? You're right. You're right. I, I agree with you. So sorry, yeah. So you're excited about this? Carry on, carry yeah, on. Yeah, um, we saw gameplay, mm. a quite a good, like an almost like a ten minute chunk of gameplay, and it was pre-alpha, and it looked good. You could tell it wasn't polished. Mm. Like there were parts of it that were, you know, frames were dropping, and but that's honestly, if I see a game in pre-alpha that hasn't got frame drops, I'm worried. Sure, it means that, that it means it's a tech demo, and it's not right. It's not real. So as long as I see frame rate drops and stuttering and things that can go slightly wrong in a game that's in pre-alpha i'm happy about that like that's a good sign that means they're actually working on it and it's real that means that is real that's a playable thing right now so you know i'm happy uh, the fact that we saw gameplay is insane i don't know i mean if they're in pre-alpha right now and it's not i reckon this is coming out um holiday 2021 uh, at the earliest i reckon they might even potentially push it to quarter one of 2022 depending on development but at the minute it looks quite good it looks very similar to the arkham series and how the ui looks so yeah i'm happy about it it looks fine <laughs> it looks great what about you what do you think 
Yeah, I don't want to be a bummer, Jay. To your point, it looks more of Batman Arkham series yeah, it to does, me. Yeah. And and if you like if you like that and you're into that universe, fantastic! You're having a whirl of a time. This yeah. game did not interest me at all. Wow, like, honestly, why? Because <laughs> they're all just Plan amazing. B Batman's. Well, I mean, they are, but they're their own character, and they're all pretty. Amazing. I know, I know, I know. What's the thing? Like... Technically, all these characters are people who have been mentored by Batman. Yeah, and it's cool that they're coming under a banner and they're being a team. That's cool. I just like looked at it and thought, you know, I don't want to play Arkham Knight again. So Well, no, uh, well, I guess. I don't know how much, how different it's going to be. Whether I don't know if it's going to be linear or open world. We don't know any of this information yet. I ca- would you rather it be like Arkham Knight or be different? Different, different. Okay, so would you rather it be a bit more... Because I, well, I guess Arkham City was quite open world, wasn't it? Yeah. Like well, the last two Arkham games were open world, whereas the first one, Arkham Asylum, was um, was linear. You couldn't really go anywhere, not really. It was more so. Metroidvania, yeah. I think it's not it's not per se about the genre. It's more about the characters. <laughs> what I'm worried is it's it's that it's a next gen Arkham Knight kind. Of, that's that's kind of my worry. Why like, does that worry you? That's insane to me. That make that that just screams to me amazing. I can't wait. Yeah, well, look, I, some people love those games and they, can, they can't they can get enough of those games, right? Arkham Knight came out and I was like, why would I play the second game again, but bigger? That's kind of my... but yeah. that's, And that's ironic for, me, for someone who plays every Assassin's Creed. I completely understand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying Arkham Knight is a bad game by any stretch. It's a really good, great game. It is amazing. But I just never felt the need to play it is all. Um, okay, I, I so have you felt... actually... You have played it, right? No, no. Oh, you haven't played the most recent Arkham game? No. Oh, okay, fair enough. And I'm also assuming that the next-gen upgrade will, will show in this game compared to Hope the so. 2015 Arkham Knight, you know? Yeah, I'd imagine so. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing I loved about the Arkham games initially was how every new game looked so much better than the last one, even though they looked very similar. You could definitely, yeah. like, if you play the first Arkham game now, it's pretty, like... I mean, it holds up, obviously, because of how recent it is, but it's definitely like a big a big difference between that and the, the most recent one. So, yeah, yeah, and look, credit where credit's due, man. When that first Arkham game came out, like it was so good, mm. it was so it was just by far, it was groundbreaking. It really was. It was. It was by far the best superhero game we'd ever got by a by a mile. Yeah, I think it won loads of awards the year it came out. Definitely. Like if you if you buy the physical edition now, it's just covered in like. Five out of five, ten out of ten, like all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it did yeah. really well. The Arkham Knight, I was always surprised. Like I was like, "There's no way they can pull off doing all of Gotham. Like it's too big." But they did it, and props to them. I never thought it would be possible. But yeah, I want to see more of this game. I wasn't convinced by the gameplay. I wasn't convinced by the trailer. But happy for you, who you know for being excited about it. I'm more. I'm. I am more interested in Suicide Squad. I think. Okay yeah <laughs> okay yeah and no, i i genuinely can't wait for this what I'm do you so jay, excited what, what do you think about i'm trying to think of my mind jay i think the to be honest with you the only time we may have got something like this was unity and rogue where we had two games come out that was the same oh. day but like two games within the same franchise kind of in a different you know i think it's awesome what do you think well yeah of course it's amazing i mean to me right Marvel always seemed to have a, 
an advantage on DC just because of how popular the Avengers are right now. But I reckon if you ask me, DC is winning the battle right now. Or at least they're winning the war, potentially. On films? On everything. Okay, alright. The hype hype is there for DC right now. Marvel does not have a good... like Their their street cred, their reputation is, is low right now. Whereas DC, it's like way up there. I don't in terms read the of comics, like, so... and the, well, no, but I mean like in terms of like entertain like TV shows, uh, films and games. If you combine those three, I reckon DC are winning right now. I maybe like o- sixty forty, maybe even seventy thirty. I think the only reason that is is because Marvel's just peaked with the biggest movie of all time. Yeah, so there's nowhere got... to go but down. Exactly. So in but that DC sense, yeah. have uh, only uh, got to go up. They 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 can only go Wait, up. Wait, you you don't you'd hope you you would hope. And I think that uh, I can make a, a small a little thing about the. Did you watch the Batman film trailer? And what did what did you yeah. think? Do you care? How do you do you are you a mm. are you one of these people who think just because he's got some eyeshadow on that he's an emo and doesn't look doesn't look very cool? Jay, you know how much I don't check out the internet? Didn't even know that was a problem. Yeah, and it's annoying. It's annoying the hell out of me. I hate it when people say that. I hate it when people like can judge something by that level of detail. It annoys yeah, the hell out I of me. Yeah, I think that's a sign of life being too good, comments yeah. like that. On the film trailer, Jay, a couple of things stood out to me. One, the bit where he punches the guy, it just seemed way over the top. Uh, yeah, I was that's, like, what, that's what was good about it. Continue. And I, I didn't like that. but I loved yeah. it. And secondly, <laughs> the general vibe I got from my gut was that, oh, this is going to be really good. That's yes. just the vibe I got. That is yeah. the vibe I got. I, I got goosebumps. I tell you what, when I get goosebumps for a trailer that for a film that's only 25% done, it's only 25% done. They haven't even gotten halfway. Dude, right. I got some major goosebumps. Yeah. I, I genuinely cannot wait. Like It's young Batman. Mm-hmm. We haven't had young Batman before. This is like, this is like 23, 24, 25-year-old Batman. This is like our age Batman. Oh, so they're going opposite of Affleck kind of thing. I guess, yeah. But I don't know if you know this, but they're doing a HBO TV show to do with Gotham PD. Did you know about this? Well, is this not Gotham the TV show? No, it's, complete, it's a completely different. Okay. Gotham is, Gotham's TV show is awful, but okay. yes. <laughs> Okay. It's not honestly. It's bad. Mate, it's, it's got like it's, five it's so seasons. Bad. Who is watching these? I don't you know. know. It's, it's like, so bad. I saw a trailer for like Flash season seven the other day. I'm like, who yeah. is watching? Can I just this? say the the guy who plays Flash and that is actually getting fed up. He didn't want to do it anymore. Wow. <laughs> He's so annoyed that it's on seven. Well, Aaron, there's like Arrow went on for like seven. Like, who is watching yeah. this? Yeah, anyway. it's not good, right? But yeah, so the the HBO is doing a a TV show about Gotham PD. And they're calling it Year One of Batman. So basically, that the universe of the Gotham PD TV show is the first year Batman is around. So Batman's in his early twenties, and he's he's part of this TV show potentially, or maybe you don't, you don't actually see him, but he's like he's around, right? He's he's starting to get a name for himself. So the end of that TV show, or you know, this first series of that TV show is going to be Year Two Batman, and that is where the film comes in. So the film is set in the second year of him ever being Batman, and the TV show is the first year. So I reckon they can do TV show, film, TV show, film, and just keep going to like year one, two, three, four, and then eventually get to a, another like maybe introducing new characters and maybe potentially start a new universe there. I would love that. 
Like the potential here is amazing. Let's just say that the potential. Yeah. Chef's kiss is amazing, and I cannot. I honestly can't wait. Jay, question for you. I saw lots of rumors and speculation on my Google News feed of yeah. Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe yeah. being the Joker, and I was like, please, no more Jokers. <laughs> no, and no more the trailer... Willem Dafoe. Jesus, he's been in. He's been the Green Goblin. He's been um, the guy in Aquaman. He's in bloody so many oh, yeah. like, things True. already. Jesus Christ. Um, and and the trailer comes along, and thankfully it's the Riddler and Penguin, which is mwah. and um, uh, Selena Kyle, Zoe Kravitz, right. and Selena Kyle, insane. Right, right, yeah. So I just want to check with you that the Joker's not in it, then. No, thank God he no, isn't. No. Not yet, Jesus. Yeah. Joker doesn't come into it until Batman's in his like thirties, I want to say, probably. At least yeah. I hope so. Maybe even late twenties. How does Joker the film? With Joaquin Phoenix, how does that fit into this DC plan? See, I don't think it does. I think potentially Joaquin might come back as the Joker in this. Potentially. At the end. Because the Joker is actually around um, when Batman is a kid. He's like eight or nine years old. Oh, of course, yeah, because he has a conversation. So could that be Robert Patterson's Bruce Wayne? Potentially, yeah. I reckon that's the reason why in, in in the... in the trailer, you see the guys with the black, the white faces with the black smiles. Yeah, I think they're to do with the Joker's influence in the previous film. I think okay. his influence has been around, but Joker might not be around anymore. He's old at this point. You can imagine, like fifty, almost, almost, almost fifteen years after he was around, he was he was in his forties. He's probably like in his fifties now. Yeah, or at least in his like early fifties. So he's not going to be he's not going to be doing you know the king of crime type of stuff. He's just going to be like sitting at home wanting to be retired and not, not going to be causing any chaos, but his influence is stuck around. I reckon. Yeah, definitely. And I, I love the potential there. I still don't think they're going to do that, but if they do, it'll be amazing. It'd be really yeah. cool. Yeah. Maybe there is a new Joker. Maybe there's like a son of Joker. I don't know. I hope they don't do that. I just, just don't do Joker anymore. Just, just let the other villains, you know, I want, I want Mr. Freeze. I want all yeah. this stuff, you know, I want all the, all the cooler stuff. Joker's been done. Let it, let it, let it die already. Jesus. And I was just going to say, Colin Farrell is it? Is he? Was he in the trailer? He's the penguin. Yes. He's the fat he... guy with the pointy nose. Yeah, you wouldn't see, recognize I, him. I didn't realize that was even the yeah. penguin when I saw the trailer, and then yeah. I saw like, oh, by the way, that's, and I was like, what? I don't think we know who the no the Riddler's played by the guy who did it, the Skarsgård kid. I forgot his name. Oh, the clown. Yeah, he plays um, right. Pennywise. You know who that is, don't you? You know what he looks like in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's he's the guy playing Riddler in this. Right. Okay. Fair. I remember back back way back when Jay before Dark Knight Rises came out and Robin Williams was rumored to be the Riddler in that. That was cool. That was yeah. Cool rumor. That was also I think um, Jonah Hill was supposed to be Penguin. Really? For a, for a very brief amount of time, and then all of a sudden they were like, nah, not really. I think he might have even turned it down. He's not. He basically wanted He wanted to be the kind of guy who directs movies. He wants to be a director. He doesn't want to be an actor anymore, basically. Sure. So. Oh, what I was going to say, Jay, I forgot what I was going to say. What I was going to say was I'm a big fan of Matt Reeves, and I love the Planet mm, of the Apes, the yeah. new Planet of the Apes trilogy. I think it's fantastic. See, I still haven't underrated. seen the Planet of the Apes yet, so I kind of want to save that, potentially. But You... You have to see those three movies. You have to. Yeah, I'll get around to it. I like the originals, so... <laughs> After you see the those movies, Jay, mm. all you will think is, how has Andy Serkis not got an Oscar? It's unbelievable. Oh, that's a point. Andy Serkis is uh, Alfred. Yeah, saw that. Is he in the trailer? 
his voice is in the trailer. You can hear him talk. Okay. You is he the narrator? What he looks like. Is he is uh, kind of yeah. Okay. He's like there, but you don't really see him. You just hear him. Okay, got you. Wow. Yeah, very exciting, Jay. Very exciting. Good time another, for you. Just a, another small, quick detail. Um, a yeah. lot of it is filmed. All the gothic kind of architecture is filmed in Liverpool. Wow. And I think the rest of the film is filmed in London. Wow. No America that we know of so far. That's cool. Yeah. Matt Raven's like, I want to do gothic. I want it to be like proper gothic Gotham. Because Gotham and Gothic makes sense. So I'm yeah. going to Liverpool where there's so much Gothic architecture. It makes sense. Wow. <laughs> I love it. And then they're going to add all the big buildings in after the fact. Mm. Amazing. Cool. I honestly can't wait. It still looks so amazing. And I'm, I'm genuinely annoyed at all these people who are like crapping on the film, basically saying that he's an emo Batman. I don't care. He can be emo all he wants. That's what this part of life is supposed to be. He's supposed to be emotional and depressed and awful. Figure yourself out. Yeah. His, his parents are dead, for God's sake. Let him be depressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very exciting time for you jay DC, before man, this all can't. happened before this all happened you were playing the avengers beta i was and i have um, uh i have a uh what's the word um verdict verdict there we go yeah verdict <sighs> it pains it really pains me to say this and i hate that it pains me to say it but i think i'm gonna have to buy it yeah for curiosity reasons just because i, I think it's at this point it's more of an investment because me and you spoke uh, recently, and I was saying about how games nowadays, or at least in the last five or four or five years, tend to come out, and then a year later the game is a hundred percent better because of maybe because of DC and updates or DLC and, and updates, right? And that then makes you think, well, did the game come out at only fifty percent done, and then the DLC finished the game for it while it was being updated? And that was obviously they were being paid from like pre-orders of DLC and maybe pre-orders of the game to then finish the rest of the game, which I think is quite a good way of making a game because it gives the game definitely at least a year in terms of longevity, right? It makes the game last longer. It makes budgeting a lot easier. Uh, there's definitely, but then on the on the downside, it makes it so that the the uh, chance of error is a lot bigger. Like if you if you don't get enough funding, if the development team, you know, something happens to the development team and you can't finish the game, well then the game is just now a bad game and you haven't made a you know, it's just not good anymore. But you know, there's still a chance for it to be somewhat good, but there's definitely a bigger chance for it to fail. Definitely. And I ha- I kinda feel like that's what Avengers is right now. It's a game that's only maybe like forty five percent done, not even fifty. Like to me it doesn't feel like it's done. And I think a year from now it'll feel a lot better, but it won't feel as good. It, will, it won't even feel seventy percent done in a year from now. I really think it's going to take maybe two years, which I think is what you said about how this uh, Marvel Avengers Crystal Dynamics game has had five years development, the same as what this potentially Rocksteady game has had. Yeah. Well, the Rocksteady game's not coming out for another two years because they know the game's not done. They don't want to release it now because they can. They want to release it later because they know it's going to be better, which I think is what Crystal potentially should have done. But again, they probably would have clashed with this DC game, so it maybe not would have done as well. And it seems like they want to make another game, Crystal Dynamics, so this is going to fund potentially the rest of this game and somewhat of the next game, potentially. So again, it's all up in the air, but this is like predictions. But I kind of just want to play it because I don't really have much else to play at the minute. So I know, I know I'm going to enjoy myself because it's still, you know, it's Marvel, it's, you know. And if we do get these 15 characters in the next year or two, and a lot of them I love, the thing is, out of the, out of the 21 characters that are potentially going to be released, 
in total. I only don't like two of them. So I think that's a pretty good bet, you know. If you're going to like 19 and not like two, then it's fine. So I think I kind of have to get it, and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. It's a waste of money, but I, I have to. Because just because it's Marvel, I can't not. I can't not. And I'm going to be missing out. FOMO, yeah. massive FOMO if I don't get it. Yeah, and you're thinking that even though you know it might not be done in a year, two years, you you still kind it's of it's an have investment. It. Yeah, it's a massive, it's well, a massive gamble and risk. I hate it. I hate it so much. Will you keep playing it as it gets updated, or will you just wait until it's done and then go back to it? So I think the plan is to 100% it as much as I can, get to max level with every character that's going to be out, and then as soon as the next character comes out, just continue. Okay. So yeah, I'll play it as it updates. I think. I'll play it as much as I can until I get fed up with it and then just keep playing it once it gets updated. Yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be quite a steady stream of characters. I really do. I hope it'll... Because Hawkeye is supposed to come out fairly soon after the game comes out. So that's another good character that I wouldn't mind giving a go. So I, honestly, the only characters I haven't played out of the six that are supposed to release with the game are Thor and Captain America. And they're the two characters I actually want to play. So just bring Sounds on like those it, yeah. characters already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cheap. It's cheap and nasty. And they know what they're doing. They're not innocent, all right? They're, mo- they're monetizing this game in such a way that it feels disgusting. It feels so dirty and greedy and just awful. It just feels – it just makes like a really bad taste in my mouth. But it, the aftertaste is quite nice because it's Marvel. So I can't yeah. – I can't, you know. It's, I, I honestly hate how that they're allowed to get away with this. I really do. It's so I don't think they greedy. will get away with it, Matt. I don't think they will. Because I, I think, think the biggest comparison most people are making is Anthem, right? Anthem had the same thing. I played the beta. The beta was fine. Oh, it wasn't fine. It was actually quite terrible, but I still played it anyway. <laughs> and then I got the game, and the game failed. So I think a lot of people are hoping that the game doesn't fail. I, I hope it doesn't. But it's it does feel a lot like Anthem. It feels heavy. It feels slow. It feels clunky. It feels bad frame rates, like awful. This game, I think the biggest takeaway is this game is not made for base consoles anymore it plays it, har- it hardly plays on ps4 pro like it only barely plays on that so if i'm, I'm gonna have to play it on ps4 it's gonna be even harder because i will say it's not even 1080 on ps4 it's 900 it only reaches 1080 when there's nothing going on on screen it's 900 base it only goes up to 1080 once once it's uh, and it's also, we, it's also thirty frames as well, which is just not great for this kind of game. Do we know when the next gen upgrade's coming? Uh, well, when the next gen comes out, I imagine. Like we, day one, sure. I want to say. Right. Okay. Fine. It's also said, free too, which is nice. What is? Uh, the the, oh, upgrade. the upgrade. Okay. Yeah, because we still haven't got a list of all the games that will be um upgrade. You know, as in. The developers have gone in and uh, an upgrade. We still haven't got that list yet for day one for either console, so that's really useful. Thanks, guys. So, yeah, I don't want to dwell on it too much. I think I'm just super curious to do the special with you, Jay, and if we do one and to find out what your thoughts are of it when the game comes out, really. I think we might have to do multiple. We'll have to do like one when it comes out, yeah. one a year later, and then one maybe another year after that if it's still alive. And that is absolute. I think more gaming media outlets should do that. I know they've done that for Destiny and No Man's Sky and things like that. But these uh, updated reviews and thoughts should be on games like this should be every year for sure. I think every game should have an updated uh, uh, review a year later. Every game, not just or like every game that uh, has had 
massive improvements at least you know games that have had some sort of like uh update to it yeah all right i was just gonna say quickly um <laughs> that as soon as the review goes out two days later it could be null so it, it really is yeah doesn't... i'm kind of worried what the what the uh the review i reckon the review isn't going to be an eight i'm thinking six seven mate yeah six seven at most at most if it gets an eight it's because of the bias it's total bias because of marvel well could there could there be a good story here perhaps i what do you mean a good story like avengers story no the story's pretty terrible it's really badly written <laughs> okay. it's honestly it's cheesy i think the the greatest comparison i've heard with the writing in this is i actually i actually discovered it without before i even heard anyone else say it i was speaking to you while i was playing the beta and yeah. I was saying about how the writing is a lot like a TV show writing. Like, it's just bad. It's cheesy, it's awful, and it's, like, very quick. It's not like, it's no, there's no development. It's just really bad comedy. And they, they, the game doesn't need it. It just needs to be more serious, more dramatic. Um, I mean, you can have comedy, but there's way too much of it. It's like, it's... The, you were saying before about how when uh, characters just say things out loud, they do it so often in this beta that it's actually kind of sickening to hear <laughs> honestly tony stark will say the same joke every 10 minutes for hours it's on it's disgusting it's so gross it's just it's so revolting it's so cheesy and awful i really hope that i mean they're not going to fix it i think I don't know. I just uh, it's really it's really bad, but I have to play it. It's really bad. Jay, what happened at some point in this game development cycle? They either didn't know what game they want to make, or yeah, that's what it was. Got, that's what the it publisher was. got involved, but something has happened to this game. Yeah, something something happened. I reckon it was in development, and then a year or two later, maybe even a year after it, they were like it, they were like, right, we don't. The publishers were like, no, we don't like this. Change it. Yeah, Mon- make it so we people we can monetize this, so we can get as much money out of it as we can. Yeah. I think part of that, I think the only the only silver lining I see to this game is that the DLC is free. Every DLC from now until end of it dies is all free. Really? Every character that comes out, free. What about story DLC and stuff free. like that? Everything. They, said, they literally said, in bold, everything. Everything. Every, every additional <laughs> everything. bit of content for this game is free. That's the reason why it's so pricey too. Because you're basically paying for the season pass with the game. Yeah, I think that does counter the microtransactions a little, if I'm honest. Just a little. What do you mean, counter? Well, like, it would be worse if they were charging for all the characters as well. Oh, yeah, it would be a lot worse. I think that's why they're monetizing the um, the uh, costumes, I guess. The the every, the only bit of monetization in this game is is visual. There's no you don't you can't pay to win, which is good. But the, uh, the only thing you have to pay for is visual stuff. So which I'm fine with as long as not every single call outfit you have to pay for, which usually isn't the case. Yeah, I guess it's that, and also I hope that the the pass, the like battle pass system, is not too much money. If I mean, it'd be really bad if it if it costs like I don't know. What would you think is like a like a good amount of money to pay for a battle pass? On the presumption that you can get the next battle pass if you play it enough on the current battle pass, does that make sense? No, on the presumption that you have to pay for each one individually. Oh, mate. Three, four quid? Yeah, it can't be any more than five. No. Thing is, though, I guess if it's if you pay a one-time thing and you then have it for the rest of that character's each individual season that comes out, that's probably cool. 
like a season pass for a battle pass would be cool but yeah. i don't know even though, i mean they even show you the free rewards on the beta and they weren't even that cool not really they just sort of gave you like nameplates and um and like new costumes and the costumes weren't even that good they're really bad they're just like different colors of the same thing basically they're not good they're really not good i'm guessing you're not going to be getting this <laughs> no mate no i'm uh, mate i'm just fascinated to see what you think of it at this point yeah. like my excitement is just your reaction now i'm, I'm kind of like here. buying it for the both of us to an extent i kind of want to like cover it cover it you know i want to have it covered because i feel like if i didn't then you know it's basically like me not watching a film and yet having some sort of opinion on it i can't i can't have an opinion if i haven't played it or or uh, watched it so i I have to get it just because my opinion would be somewhat invalid if i didn't so sure sure no yeah yeah, and i think it's one of the first games coming out you know this fall winter whatever you want to call it christmas holiday whatever the hell you want to call it it's like the first of the gaming season of yeah, of the games that are definitely going to be on next gen or should have been made for next gen, definitely. Yeah, and it's coming out this year, so yeah. exciting times. And, oh, Jay, can I just... I want to put another complaint out there that we still don't know the price or release dates for either of these consoles. Yeah, I mean, we're getting Gamescom in the next three days. So, yeah, Gamescom's 27th to the 30th, so we should hear something. Yeah, I can't... Yeah. It, oh. Well, last thing I think you want to talk about, Jay. Yeah, Tony just a quick Hawk. thing. Just a quick thing. I, it's coming out at roughly the same time as Avengers. Oh, I'm yeah. actually kind of looking forward to Tony Hawk, but I don't think I'm going to get it straight away. I think I'm going to wait. All right. I'm going to wait till I get bored with Avengers. And then if I haven't got bored, if if a month goes by and Squadron comes out, I probably won't bother with Tony Hawk. I'll just get Squadron instead. So here's here's the issue for you, Jay. I wouldn't get it till next year, and I'll tell you for why. Why not what, be Tony cheap? Hawk? Yeah, why yeah, not yeah. be cheap, cheaper? Two, you've got Avengers, then you've got Squadrons, then you've got Dirt Five, then you've got yeah. Cyberpunk, then you've got yeah. Valhalla. Yeah. So yeah, I, there's, there's too much at the minute. So yeah. I, I personally wouldn't feel. I mean, I you think can do if, what you want. But. I mean, if there's a, like a two week window between Squadrons and Avengers, then I potentially might get it. But yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah. still cost a lot of money, so probably not. And you could, you could finish that in a couple of weeks for sure, for sure. Oh, what, Tony Hawk? Yeah, let me say, it's two games. You're paying for two. It's Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Yeah. Two games. Pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually yeah. want to play it just because of the soundtrack. <laughs> the soundtrack looks amazing. I can't wait. Yeah, I'll get so, around to it. I'll, I'll, again, I'll buy that for the two of us. You know, I'll get around to it. <laughs> well, don't feel like you need to, but yeah. No, I will. I'll, I'll, I love the... skating games. Like I love the the previous Tony Hawk games, so I'm I'm a fan of Tony Hawk. You know, I love skating well, games. So I'll, I'll you can play so. Tony Hawk, and I'll play Crash Four, and we can cover off the old remake. There we go. There we know? go. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, a uh, new story I saw Jay from. Yeah, the I'm Xbox. interested. Let's go. They're revamping the dashboard, the UI. And I wanted to bring it up because I think it's a really good thing they're doing yeah, it, looks it good. and it looks just simpler, smoother, faster. There's nothing particularly revolutionary about it, but I wanted to bring it up because it now feels like the next gen's really starting to be implemented. Like if the new consoles came out, Jay, with exactly the same dashboards, I would then begin to be like, "Is this even a new console generation, guys? Is this yeah, just an upgrade?" You, you have to have one, don't you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's got to feel a little different, you know? Definitely. No, I'm looking at it right now. It does actually look pretty good. 
Um, I kind of can't wait. Yeah, interesting well, actually, think. I want to make a weird comparison right now. Yeah, um, go on. We used Skype yesterday for something, and it actually looks a little bit like some of the UI on Skype. Oh yeah, yeah, just yeah, slightly, yeah. not the same, not exactly the same, but some there's some similarities there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm hope. I think my biggest takeaway from this, I'm just hoping it's like smooth. I don't want it to be jittery or laggy or take that, forever to really load. It needs to be. It needs to be instant. instant. That's their. That's their goal. They're making something that is faster and requires less power, so you can use the eng- the console for other stuff. Power I think they're actually preparing for it now because there was an update to the dashboard yesterday. So oh, are you in the, are you on, are you on the insider program? I think I do get updates about it on my email, so maybe. Maybe you are then. I don't know. I I get like weird weird stuff from uh, from PlayStation and Xbox to say, do you want to try this out sooner rather than later? I'm like, okay, fine. I do. My dad gets the same thing. He'll get like an email from PlayStation being like, do you want a, an updated version of the dashboard sooner rather than later? I'm like, okay, cool. It does happen. We've had that a few times. So I think it's more like a like a like a secret beta test kind of thing. So yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah, they haven't changed it entirely yet, but. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I, you know, it's such a small thing, but it needs to happen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And what's this? I saw this trailer, Jay. I ne- I didn't watch it though. Tell me all about this game. Yeah, so Black Myth Wukong. Um, do you know who Sun Wukong is? No. Do you know the the mythology around Sun Wukong? No. Okay, so there's a book that came out in the 1600s <laughs> called Journey to the West. Oh, you I know, know that. I know the name. Like that name rings a bell. Okay, so yeah, Journey to the West is a story about a monkey called Sun Wukong, who it's basically like a it's a uh, it's a it's a myth. So it's it's a story you know that has been told uh, in uh, China, but it's it's kind of surrounded by Buddhism and India as well. Like it's sort of like a mold between the two cultures and religions. It's all to do with Buddhism and stuff like that. So. Uh, it's about a monkey who was born from stone. Okay. Which is weird enough as it is. Um, <laughs> and yeah. he grows up um, and is able to uh, basically like become this like martial artist, sort of like amazing fighter, essentially, with this, this bow staff. Um, and he can fly around on a cloud, a bit like uh, Dragon Ball. Um, and he can turn into 72 different creatures. This is like his thing, right? And each of these creatures are like, you know, quite powerful. It's a bit like, um, I don't know, what can I compare it to? I'm sure there's been like games where you've been able to transform into a creature before and like have some sort of ability, maybe like a bull and you charge and stuff like that, right? Here's a similar thing, but this game is basically that story. But like, it's a, it's a, it's a mixture between like a hack and slash and a, a Dark Souls kind of game, but with that character. So you basically just play as Wukong and become these different things and it, but, the, but i think the reason why people like it so much is because it's not actually a game yet but it it looks so good it looks like it's been developed by like the best people over like 10 years but it's not even out yet it's not even an alpha it's like pre-alpha okay but it's it has to be it's a chinese made game but it has the potential to be quite a large western game if it if it gets the right funding and stuff so I think if you, I think I, I recommend you watch it, even if just for like five minutes, and just give me your uh, opinion at a later date because it does, it looks amazing. And the, one of the biggest things I think people are saying is again, it's I think you'd be amazed to say that it's not, it's, it's not a tech demo because there's there's frame rate drops, but 
but it still looks so good. So as long as there's it's like a game, a, a trailer for a gameplay that has frame rate drops, is that such a good sign because it means that it has the potential to become a real game. And mm. I think uh, this just again so much. The, the word potential has been thrown around a lot today, but again, it just looks like it has the the potential, the chance to be a very good Dark Souls stroke uh, hack and slash amazing uh, myth type game. So. I just think it looks amazing. It just looks so well done. <laughs> and I kind of can't wait to see what it turns into. It definitely looks like a next-gen game, 100%. Even now. So, yes, I recommend you watch it. And then, uh, yeah, I want to hear your opinion. I saw some screenshots and it looked very interesting. It's so detailed. It's insane how detailed it is, just for what is it, it is. So, is there any any type of release date or anything? Nope nothing it's basically but this is what we've made and if you want to be a real game we'll make it is it fundraising then i don't know i don't think i don't think i think it's already got the budget it's just more of a time thing now because china are known for their massive budgets yeah but they tend to bring out games that just never come out over here because there's not enough hype around it yeah so they just need the right people to publish it and it'll be good all right i'll check it out it sounds very interesting i don't know i mean you don't really like souls like games right I well, think, how much how much of it is hack and slash and how much of it is that's the thing i think the biggest comparison was it's a lot more it's a more a lot like than god of war it's like a god of war but in china with a monkey like a I'm chinese myth i'm down for that it's basically god of war but with chinese myth essentially we need more games from myth- mythologies anyway yeah i mean there's already been a lot those haven't had the right technology to make them look good enough yet so well that's well true perhaps 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 yeah Jay, last week we talked about how the Halo Infinite delay came right after we recorded, and then it happened yeah. again. It did. We now know why it's uh, why it's being delayed. Oh no, I was talking more about. Well, that's true, but I was talking more about a different announcement just after we recorded oh, last okay, week. Sure. It was delayed because they were outsourcing loads of stuff, right? To Actually, too many people, yeah. too many cooks in the kitchen. They couldn't get everyone around to be like a concise you know, thing. They just had too many people to talk to, so they need to, they need to you know, shrink it a little bit. Not a good sign. That is no, not a good reason it's for an a delay. Sign. It's a bad yeah. sign. And now there's talks of them cancelling the Xbox One version completely. So just oh yeah, I'd be happy with that. Version. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. It, well, I mean, if it's a launch, well, yeah, it's not I launch, mean, but yes. like, it's definitely a next-gen title. Oh, they, they should definitely cancel the Xbox One version 100%. Yeah. I don't think any next gen game now should ever be on previous console because it's not okay. it's not going to play well. These consoles can't handle it; they just can't. They cannot handle the next generation. They can't do it. It's just yeah. bad. That it's not a good sign. And the creative director or directors left a year or two ago as well. So Jesus Christ! Yeah, now I'm starting to get worried. The only thing that ha- keeps me keeps me having faith in the game is the soundtrack they're releasing on YouTube. It's really good. In fact, yeah, yeah. It's the best soundtrack since Halo Three from the track. Yeah, and that's saying released. something. So yeah. yeah, that is saying something. Apart from that, it's not looking good. It's no. not looking. Good. <laughs> Jay, did you see that Microsoft Flight Simulator is getting nines and tens? It's actually a really good game. I've watched. I've, I've probably watched about fifteen hours of streamers playing it so far. It's really fun to watch. It's like surprisingly good to watch. Why? Well, to be fair, didn't that game always have a bit of a buzz around it? Yeah, Flight Simulator has been very popular. I mean, for years, like for probably close to a decade, if not longer. 
Yeah. There's people who are actually pilots today who played Flight Simulator when it first came out. There's people who went on to be pilots. So, you know, it's 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 a good enough game to to warrant that. So I can't imagine why uh, it should be. A game like that should never be bashed, not really, because, it you know, it's just... There's no reason to. There's no real hype around it because there's no, like, I guess, real, like, brand. Yeah. I think it's just a massive improvement on previous games from what I've watched, so... It does look amazing, especially these people who have like the proper setups with like the wheels and stuff. Like people yeah. who have like the joysticks and everything. It looks amazing. It really does. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. ever think I'd be saying that about a game, but it really does look. It looks awesome. And you can do some like, pretty good stuff with it too. Yeah, looks like Xbox's first party first win in a while has come from a bit of a bit of a offside maneuver. I think there. I mean, it's basically like Google Maps or Google Earth, but you can fly it something like that yeah. and the the actual like it's not flat it's not 2d it's 3d like, everything's been crafted yeah. in game so it's yeah it's pretty amazing yeah it is it is so jay the, the announcement i was talking about earlier was go to tsushima legends a yeah. free online co-op mode so holy I think, moly i think this is supposed to be a little bit like i don't know if it's like a horde mode or like a because I know it's it, you're basically in another world. You're in a world where uh, J- Japanese myths are are real. Oh, That's like so the whole cool. point. You're basically in this like underworld where you know there's like demons and and you know all these like spirits that are from Japanese lore, and you basically have to fight these things with your friends. That's just like I'm, I so honestly I can't. I, this was so out of like left field. I know. I did not see this coming. I know. And it's supposed to be coming out within the next month or so, I think, right? It's like fall twenty twenty. Yeah. I kind of th- I want to like oh, I don't know if I want to play it. I kind of want to like I don't know. I'm kind of excited about it. Hopefully that'll be what I play in the uh, in the the uh, in between between Avengers and uh, Quadrants if it comes out that soon. I doubt it will, but it'd be cool if it did. This this update was literally making me want to buy the game. Like how I, crazy I honestly is that? still don't know why you haven't played it yet. It's so it's so <laughs> you. It's annoying how you is. That's fair. From what, um, like, from how it looks, it's more you. I don't know if how it plays is you. I think the combat is probably not you. I don't know if you like this kind sure, of combat or not. But... Sure, sure, sure. I, I think left field is a good analogy, Jay. I mean, we were expecting a single player DLC or a typical horde mode or a battle reaction. Like, who knew what we were going to get? But this was this hit the mark. This was one of those examples, Jay, where players didn't know what they wanted, but they knew it when it was shown to them. Yeah, you know, like so. yeah. as soon as this announcement trailer came, it was like, oh, of course, of course, of course is what you we know. wanted. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I a, wanted more uh, like more Japanese myth stuff. I just think that's amazing. I love it when like the storytelling in this game is so good. Yeah, I kind of don't know exactly what it is yet, but I'm, I'm hopeful to see what you know what it becomes. So I'm sure we'll learn more about it nearer the time. Yeah, man, we, maybe... we haven't really seen that much yet, so we'll see. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we'll talk about it when it comes out. I'm sure you'll play yeah, it. So, definitely. Jay, I'm going to switch it up. Guess who's review time? Woo! Caught you off okay. guard. Caught yeah. you off guard. Yeah, just to let you know that if you haven't emailed in uh, three different types of hair to us as donations, the Guess Who's Review segment slash movement is when me and Jay pick a random game review from a random media outlet. And we give each other three quotes to try and guess the game. So this week, Jay's got the quotes. I've got to guess. And here we 
go. Right, so I just want to remember. So so the score is 10-8 to me. Okay. Uh, last week, what game did you do? I forget which one Fallout it was. Fallout 3, obviously. Fallout 3, okay. And then before that, I did Tomb Raider with you, didn't I? You did, yeah. Okay, so this week is this one. Not my best performance. <sighs> I'm kind of worried you're going to get this. Right, okay, here we go. You ready? This should be easy difficulty, FYI, but whatever. I mean, I think it is. That's, that's what's brought... I oh, picked Fallout worried. 3, but go on. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah. A time-slowing power makes scoring a couple of headshots with a bow easy, whether in stealth mode or in the heat of battle. Or just stealth or in the heat of battle. Not mode, I'll just put that in there. There is one game I have to guess. Yeah. Okay, do you want me to say it again before you guess, or what? Yeah, go on then. Okay, a time-slowing power makes scoring a couple of headshots with the bow easy, whether in stealth or in the heat of battle. See, this is going to be one of two games, right? Okay. And I'm going to guess one, but I think it'll be the Okay, other. you can say both games, but just say which one you are going to guess which, which one it is. Just say them out loud, just so we know what you're okay. thinking. Horizon Zero Dawn and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay, they, they're your two potential guesses. You've got to now choose one of those yeah. that you're going to guess from. So what were they? They were Horizon and... Uh, Odyssey. Odyssey. Okay, continue. Pick one, I guess. See, I don't think either of them are right now because you're... Potentially. Potentially uh, not. We don't know. This is well, You've got three points on the line here, Nick. Horizon, either, Zero, either... Horizon Zero Dawn. False. Oh, Christ. <sighs> okay. Give me the oh, second God. quote. Give me oh, the second quote. I'm actually worried you're not going to get it now. Bugger. Okay. In the second act, you transition from the bleak brown map to a refreshing greener looking area. That's not Odyssey. <laughs> See, this makes me worried now because if it's not Odyssey, what is it? Bow and arrow. Slow down power. Whether you're in stealth or heat of battle. I mean, it could be Assassin's Creed 3. In the second act, you transition from bleak brown map to a refreshingly greener looking area. I mean, it could be Origins, but like, it's it's not quite... Why are you thinking Assassin's Creed? I'm so confused. I don't know what else to think. This is a game that, that I know you've played. That's why I chose it. You've definitely played this because you talk about it so bloody much. Or at least you oh. used to. You definitely used to. Oh no. There was oh, a very specific no. time when you spoke about this quite a bit. I'm giving you some hints here, my guy. I really don't want you. I really hope you get this. I'm worried now. Mm. You're definitely going to get it on three, so. I mean, you should. If you don't, I'll be. Because I haven't, I haven't played this game. And I think you, you, you told me to play it, and I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Oh no! I know. I know. You're, it's annoying when you're oh, in this position because no. you, you go completely blank. Oh, can you say the first quote again, please? A time-slowing power makes a score makes scoring a couple of headshots with the bow easy, whether in stealth or in the heat of battle. In the second act, you transition from bleak brown map to a refreshingly ref- refreshingly greener looking area. Second you... act. Bastard! This is not a game with an infamous bow and arrow, all right? Is it? Well, I mean, there probably isn't. I don't know. No, there is a bow and an arrow, but like I wouldn't say the game's known for it. But no, I chose that because I hadn't played it, so I didn't know. 
Okay, okay. Oh, this better be right. Is this The Last of Us? No. Oh, God. How can they leave my mind? Oh, God. Oh, God. Right, Easy okay, difficulty, so, Jay. Easy so difficulty. It, I mean, it kind of is. If, if, I mean, Jay, put... in The Last of Us, you go from a brown act one to a green act two. I haven't played it. I wouldn't know. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay. Right. For one point, you've got to get this now. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Because the ability to brand an enemy gives you the choice of either killing a captain for a rune reward or controlling him. Oh, Christ's sake. (sighs) But which one? Which one is it? Well, I'll give it to you whichever one you say. Whichever one you say, I'll give it to you. Shadow of Mordor. Yes! Oh, God. 10-9 to me still. Do you know what, though? Do you know what? You, the quotes are right, but every game I mention, the quotes can be applied to. That's I what's think. annoying to that, because there's, there's so many games that are applicable to most of these quotes we've said in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, even yeah. the Tomb Raider stuff, I remember re- reading that being like, this is so similar to a lot of other games. Yeah. It's uh, annoying, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I I'm glad got... you got it. I'm so glad you got it, though. I should have got the green one, because that is a big thing. Um... Is it? I don't know. I haven't played <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the second I just, area. I just is picked way things cleaner. that kind of like sounded like things that you might know. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm glad you got it though. I'm glad you got it. So Thank what is God. it? Ten nine. Ten nine to me. Yeah, I got lucky last week. I got lucky. You're getting hard difficulty next week. I'll tell you that right now. Good. I'm glad. All right. It makes it funny because if it is hard and I get it straight away, you're gonna be so pissed. <laughs> I'm gonna be so annoyed. You're gonna so be so annoyed. annoyed. Oh well, that was good. That was really good. I enjoyed that one. That was really good. Good, good. So, Jay, you wanted to bring this up on a show, podcast. Yeah, I kind of wanted you, to hear your opinion more than anything. Can you just briefly, just so I know what we're talking about, can you just clarify it for me, this debate you want to talk about? Yeah, so I, I've even done it. I've been you know, guilty of this today. I've been saying how I compare games to uh, like, other, the, uh, like other games and whether is it is it just, is it okay to compare games that are like other games like games that are like souls games or games that are like assassin's creed games and stuff like that is it okay to make those comparisons and how does that affect yours and the other persons you're telling this to opinion like does it does it affect their opinion does it make it worse for them does it make it better for them should it influence them in a good way a bad way does it depend on the person stuff like this like i kind of want to know how you personally feel about it because I kind of want to, like, you know, know the boundaries of what I can and can't say for the future, if anything. <laughs> there are no boundaries. There are because no I feel like I said to you how um, Ghost of Tsushima, were, or no, I said that uh, uh, Wukong was a lot like God of War, and then you went, oh, like you you kind of per- your ears perked up a little bit. I noticed. So, was that comparison a good comparison, or did you did that make you feel better about this the potential of this other game, or did it make you feel worse? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, it made me well in that specific instance. It made me yeah, feel better say, about the game because it yeah. means there's a certain level of accessibility there and action, which is exciting. The broad concept, I think, it ultimately comes down to the use of comparison, which is that we use it because it's an easy description. Mm-hmm. So instead of me trying to explain to you the last verse, and because it's a very unique game and fairly different. 
we can use ways which will help you understand what I'm talking about quicker and easier, right? I think we get into issues when we use it to define the thing itself. And that's what what a lot of people do and a lot of gamers do is, oh, so this game's, for example, Outriders, oh, this game's Mass Effect and Destiny. It's like, I understand you're trying to conceive of the game and what the game is. You haven't played it yet, so it's difficult. And they're trying to market it. But you're also basically trying to box it in, and like as soon as you try and as soon as you've boxed it in, you're like, oh, I can move on now. I know what the game is. Yeah, because like, I guess you could also say when you've boxed it, it also doesn't allow your perception of it to grow in any way. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you're basically becoming from open-minded to closed-minded a little bit. Like you're sort of like finished with that thought. Now you should don't have to think about it much else unless you do want to buy it off of that single comparison, right? Yeah, okay. exactly. And simplifying games is one of the worst things we do really in modern gaming and i'm not saying that a lot of modern games are do exist in similar genres and all that kind of stuff but there's definitely nuances and slight variations that we either ignore consciously or subconsciously to the point where games like outriders will not be destiny they're different they're made from different people and third person shooting like first person shooting space whatever but there's definitely small variations which we ignore some games try and copy blatantly and that should definitely be noticed but yeah for the most part i think we just box games in a bit too much that being said there is a lot of third person open world games out there so you do wonder whether it's the gamer's fault for boxing games in when there's so many of the same similar games coming out right i'm thinking sony first party here you know God of War, third-person open. Ghost of Shima, third-person open. Last of Us, third-person linear-ish. Um, Spider-Man, third-person open world. Like, it, there's so many games that are Marvel similar. Avengers, third Marvel person. Avengers, third-person. <laughs> so there's so many games that yeah. are similar genres. However, when you look at them, at e- when you look at each of those games, they're completely different. Oh completely yeah, different games. Yeah. So, and I think as we as games develop we'll begin to realise just how different a game can be, even if it is exactly the same genre, you know? What What do you think? I think what you just said gave me hope. <laughs> I should say that. Like, that was very inspirational there, Nick. Well done. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, I feel like when I talk about games, um, I, I like to think I come from quite a, a good place most of the time, but I, I, I really want games to do well. Like, because it means, you know, good things for the future, potentially. Um, but I do kind of feel like I, I get a bit uh, negative sometimes, um, and I kind of hope that whenever anybody talks about a game negatively, it doesn't, it shouldn't, it shouldn't ever really sway anyone's opinion too much because it, obviously you have to kind of like do it for yourself. Um, but yeah, no, I think um, it's definitely. I don't know whether it's ultimately a good thing to compare games to things like that. I think it's it. It kind of. I guess you could say it relies on the person receiving the information to uh, just stay open-minded rather than to take what this other person is saying as Bible, I guess. Um, yeah, no, there's, def- there's definitely pros and cons, but whether there's... I'd say there's probably more pros than anything else because, uh, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever had someone say to me, oh, this game is like this, and me go, oh, I didn't like that game, so why would I bother with this one? I think that's probably more just my open-mindedness um, being like, well, I'd rather just give it a go or maybe not give it a go, depending on my opinion rather than yours. Um, 
That's a fair shout, Jay, actually. The comparisons we use are usually with positive games. Yeah. That is yeah. a good... That is a I've, good yeah. I'm trying to think if I've ever gave a comparison to a game that I didn't like. I'm trying to think of a game I don't like. <laughs> it's very hard for me to not like games nowadays. I'm trying to remember. I mean, I, I, Last of Us for me, I don't, I don't really like, right? So sure. I guess my... If I had to, the thing is, I wouldn't ever tell someone to not play it because I don't like it. I mean, like, you might like it, but um, if I if I if I made a comparison with some to another game like Last of Us, I'd probably just say another third person linear game, right? But I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we both made a good point that we don't really tend we tend not to care about comparing games that we don't like so much, right? And media outlets love boxing games in. Yeah, I think that's more just so they can like get more views on their articles. Maybe there is definitely that's more a few of, like a journalism reason, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. I think people, I think people like us maybe do that because we see it so often in the media. Would you say we've actually been influenced subconsciously by the media to to compare games like other games? Mm. That, that could be a, a a much you know bigger thing to realize there maybe <laughs> that we're just so used to you know the media comparing games to other games that we just have to do it ourselves because we've just seen it so much we think it's like a good That's thing true. but it could actually be quite harmful maybe i don't know and the classic example is the souls like game right yeah that's the biggest have... one that's the oh my yeah. god so many games have been called souls like so many even this bloody wukong one it does feel a little bit like it but i think ultimately it won't be yeah but what See, this is where perhaps we come at a crossroads, Jay, because where do you fall on this? Because I agree that, you know, I don't think the games, if you like those games, you know the differences between them, right? But when you look at them at face value, they're very similar. What do you mean? Well, so like Neo and Dark Souls, like, yeah, I haven't played them, so I don't know the nuances. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, they are, they, are, they are very similar, but also different in a lot of ways too. Yeah. And I think that that, if anything, just shows more of like a good game developer how you can make a game that's similar to something else, but then obviously put your own spin on it in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think even in that that example of Souls, like I think that actually has more harm than it does anything else, because <laughs> a lot of people don't like Souls games; they think they're too difficult. So if you label another game like a Souls game, that's probably not going to sell as well as if you hadn't made that comparison. Well, to be fair though, the Souls like player base is so big now; they're probably just trying yeah. To I think it that. has increased. Yeah, I think that they're just trying to like like soften up the Souls people who like those kind of games. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I think on the uh, a casual gamer would probably see that as more of a warning sign than anything else. Though. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think potentially maybe there's probably some game developers who don't like that as much. <laughs> yeah, don't know. Hard to say. Hard to say. I think this actually, with the example of this Wukong, it actually looks more like an action kind of hack and slash God of War type game. Because it's got like abilities, a little bit like uh, Odyssey as well. Got, like the sort of like the four abilities. And I imagine that eventually there'll be 72 abilities because you can have 72 transitions or like transformations or whatever. So yeah, a lot, lot, to, lot of different things compared to Souls in that, in that instance. So yeah, no, I think, uh, I think this is like a good, but would you say, so would you say that this affects hype for a game before it's even come out would you say maybe personally and or generally so personally i do my very best to not box the games in but i think you're right in that if struck with the right comparison it could absolutely generate hype so for instance yeah what games are coming out 
it was something like Greedfall came out from Spiders, and it was something like, oh, look, here's the Bioware Bethesda game that we're not getting from those guys, that these guys are beginning to fill the gap in the... Mo- oh, oh, Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds was like the Obsidian, like, oh, look, Bethesda's, oh, that's a good not, comparison. Bethesda's yeah. not making this game, and, and now Obsidian are starting to fill that hole the, the more they evolve as a studio. And I think that helped that game a lot that comparison but Massively. then you could also then if you what i think what some game gamers do is they go like oh that's a souls like game so i'm going to compare it to dark souls 3 and bloodborne and if it ain't as good as those or dark souls 1 then i'm not going to be too interested in it a bit like code vein i guess it doesn't seem to have much yeah see power. that was that was an annoying code vein's a great comparison for me i wanted to get that game so badly but then it didn't it kind of seemed like it wasn't enough compared to Bloodborne, so I was like, nah, probably not. <laughs> that was dev- that's like exactly that's exactly how it worked for me. I guess you could say ultimately then it's more of like a marketing thing. Mm. It's like a marketing thing mixed with a supply and demand thing. Because if there's like a if there's a, a hole, a supply for a certain type of game, and the people who usually make that game aren't doing it right now, someone is going to fill that gap because there's money to be made there. So it doesn't matter what that game is as long as the gap's being filled. It doesn't matter what you compare that game to; it's still going to sell, at least reasonably. So I think in that instance, it's 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 actually probably helpful because that game is probably going to get a bump because of the supply and demand and the you know and the uh, the comparisons that's being made needed for that for that hole to be filled. So yeah, there's definitely some sort of like weird economic supply and demand marketing yeah. sort of like philosophy going on there that I think is actually quite interesting to sort of just like realize, I guess. And what Bethesda did before CD Projekt Red, which is who I'm going to talk about now, mm. if you're good enough and talented enough and have the resources, you create the hole and you are the only ones that can fill it. Yeah, see, that, that is that is developer perfection right there. See, I think we're having a bit of a problem with that right now with the uh, the DC games and Marvel Avengers, aren't we? Mm. The hole is, is it... there, yeah, yeah, but absolutely. it's being filled by three or four different people or three or four different games. But luckily, it's being spread apart, so it's not too bad. Well, I would argue, Jay, that the Batman Arkham games and Spider-Man are the only games that have really filled that hole, to be honest. Yeah, I think the hole can be filled, but sometimes it can't be filled well enough, right? Mm. That's, I think that's the issue. Again, I did say before, that the hole's being filled, and I think they, those games are still going to do well, because the hole's there anyway. It, it doesn't matter if they're only filling it this much compared to this much. Like That much is still going to do well, but it, it would have been better if it was this much, you know? It was slightly larger, so I don't know. It was a great comparison, though. I love, I love the the uh, the, the inner workings of all that stuff. It just sort of, I, I like how we can, like, cause when we were younger, we didn't know any of this stuff. We couldn't, we could have not come up with that idea by ourselves. No way. I think now that we've, we're sort of looking at things from outside the box a bit more now, which I'm kind of glad. <laughs> it may, it really helps us, especially when it comes to purchasing decisions, because like way back when, like you wouldn't kind of look at the box and look at the developer and then make the correlation. You'd look at the box and you'd be like, okay, RPG, yeah, open world, yeah, yeah, single player, yeah, okay, fine. But but now, because of our knowledge of, of the industry, I guess we're able to go, well, the reason Cyberpunk's so hyped is because we all know exactly who's making it, you know? And we all know exactly the potential. Uh, and we would have 
probably never really you might have heard whispers and rumors of it like call of duty you kind of got you you got that a bit through because it was so such a power but like growing up it was it was a bit of a guess in fact yeah i was thinking about this yesterday in the shower right how did we get so lucky when we picked up certain games in the game store like i don't know whether there's a certain intuition you develop but like i picked up some of the games and i was like i could have never played that game and i just like for example looking back i accidentally picked up basically the best dragon ball z game in like 12 years what are the chances of that you know i don't know i guess there is some level of intuition maybe it is by the, how it looks because i remember back in the day like you make a good you made a good argument there about how you wouldn't necessarily need to research a game before you bought it it was just more about how it looked right like if it looked cool i was like if it's an rpg cool i'll play it yeah but nowadays i'm like well who's the developer yeah how long how long was it in development for what yeah. was the budget has is the lead guy still on it or has he been fired <laughs> you know all these like there's so many more variables now that yeah just there's a lot more to take into consideration because now we, we we we've learned from previous mistakes or you know everything's more of an educated guess now so mm. which is, I, I think it brings about more stress and more anxiety but at the end of the day it should help us with our with our financial situation which is a good thing i think definitely <laughs> but not in my instance because i'm still paying buddy money for the game i don't want to get but have to play because it has the potential <laughs> to be good you know god yeah. Thing is, I think I'll actually love the game once I play it on next generation. I think I'll actually enjoy it a lot more. I think it'll actually play a hell of a lot better. I hope so. Yeah, I me too. So. Thing is, I don't have to wait that long. I've only got to wait till potentially November. So September, October, November. I've only got to play the game for another two or three months until I need to play it like properly on next gen. So I'll be good. I'll be good. I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. No, thank you. That was some good insight. I yeah, I needed to hear that. That was a good really. conversation. Shall we? Um, do you mind if I end it, Jay? Anything else you want to? Um, yeah, just as like a uh, maybe like a. I mean, I might talk about this next week, but you know, I'll I'll should be playing Avengers. I mean, technically, Avengers comes out in a week at a week and a day. It comes out a week tomorrow. So do the actual release. Yeah. Well, if you if you pre-order it, you get it three days early. Okay. September first, rather than September fourth. Is that your plan? That's my plan. We're playing it September first. That's my plan. Yeah. Okay. Right, what about you? So, Are you playing anything? <laughs> oh, I mean, you finished, you finished Odyssey now, so... I've actually got Doom Eternal ready to Ooh, go. Nice. But yeah, yeah. I've just, it, we've just been so busy that I haven't genuinely had a chance to sit down and play it. And now, I'm kind of more interested in recording Destiny 2 with you than playing it. Makes especially sense. because of the things that are getting vaulted, so I'm freaking out about that. Yeah, I'd be. I'm. I'm kind of freaking out about it too. I, I part of me wants. I think that was part of the reason why I played Destiny two again this year to like finish it off, which just like make sure that I got everything I wanted. But I still don't think I've got everything I wanted. But I'd rather just play it new anyway, just because it's fun. To start yeah. again sometimes. So yeah, yeah I, I understand. I understand that definitely. Yeah, but the, the exciting thing about that Jay is that genuinely, if you don't count Ghost of Tsushima. And like Death Stranding and games like that, Doom Eternal is the last game on my on my kind of back catalog, if you will. So, if I finish that before Crash Four comes out, I'm genuinely caught up. Like I have uh, nothing okay. I seriously want to play. So yeah, no, I have quite a few things I need to catch up on, but I'm not in the mood to play yet. Like Control is another one I need to play. Yeah, for sure. 
for sure. But yeah, I, I, we I, might, I don't might as well might as well wait for the ultimate edition, maybe, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, I've got it's it already. Just, I just haven't yeah. played it. That's the problem. Yeah. So I, I might have already wasted some money, but I don't know. I did buy it when it was cheaper, so don't know. Now, be fine. And again, Jay, even we, because of the, how the next gen is, even if you play these games on next gen, they'll still run better per se. Oh yeah, and I think that's yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. So yeah. the way they're designed, apparently, they're supposed to. So. Hopefully it'll kind of be like I mean I remember when I played Kotor on my Xbox One and the load times were quicker and I was like oh you know what I'm kind of glad in a way that.